With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is Judge Smales, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. I told Kimmer if this radio thing doesn't work out, don't worry. The world needs ditch diggers, too. <laughs> don't forget, the Kimmer's on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The <laughs> Kimmer's teeth are like the stars. Now, they come out at night. <laughs> the Kimmer Show That's on News Radio 1067. <laughs> yeah, boy. 12.05, and look out, it's only me. It's only the Kimmy. <laughs> yeah, how's it going? Only me. Back in the saddle again. Happy Monday. Pete's back with us. Hangman's off today, though. But we have the fabulous Kara joining us, screening your calls. Thank you. Now, I see you didn't get the special outfit that the Kimmer laid out for the call screener. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a, just a little something I picked out over the weekend. I, she's supposed to put that on for us. Now, come on. If you're going to be part of my show, you have to do what I say. <laughs> no, that little that's the whole thing. That, that's that little, not much material there, but anyway. All right, look out. Here's the number, 844 1067 844-404-1067. And played a little Leonard Skinner here for you with some sad news. The former drummer and a founding member of Leonard Skinner, Robert Burns Jr., was killed in a car crash near Cartersville Friday night when around a curve, hit a mailbox in a tree, was by himself, was not wearing a seatbelt. Robert Burns was 64, one of the five musicians who founded the band in Jacksonville. Uh, he recorded Sweet Home Alabama, Gimme Three Steps, and Free Bird, and left the group in 1974. He was doing guest appearances all over the place, but he was in a one-car crash and, and uh, was killed Friday night near Cartersville around midnight. 844-404-1067. couple of birthdays. The, the hideous Billy D. Williams. He thought he was God's gift to acting. I, I saw an interview with him once, and, and I, I mean, he, he thought he was... Clark Gable and I mean anyway, Billy D. Williams is seventy-eight years old. Holy smokes! Actress Mary Lou Henner from Taxi and Evening Shade. Mary Lou Henner's sixty-three. She, you know about her? She, Mary Lou Henner is one of those weird, uh, stranger people around the world who remembers every minute of every day of her life. It's a curse when you think about it. She, I, I've seen her interview. They did a whole big story on her. Mary Lou Hammer, who, uh, Henner, who is uh, 60, what did I say, 64 today. Four, no, wait a minute. Mary Lou Henner, yeah, 63. She remembers every minute of every day. And you can ask her, what were you doing at 12.15 on the afternoon of Monday, April 3rd, 1971? And she'll know. If you ask her what she had for breakfast that day, she'll remember. I mean, think about that. Everything you do, everything. Every word that's said, everybody that's talked to you, who were you talking to on a street corner at Park and First Street, uh, September 12th, 1982? She'll remember. I mean, what a curse. It's going to be a curse. 
and they don't know why it happens. They're just she has this something in her brain cells that. But again, isn't that amazing? That, and I've always thought this for a long time. I've always thought that we have in our bodies already the mechanisms in our brain to be able to release chemical reactions that will cure us of disease. I think we have I think we have the ability in our own bodies. We haven't figured out how to do it yet. But I mean, how do you explain a woman or a, a people who can remember every second of every day their entire lives? It's in there. They can do it. How come you know nobody put it in there? They didn't get like an operation. They were born with it. So if it's possible that the brain can act that way, I mean, what's to say? Anyway, just uh, just a thought. Okay, here we go. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. I also go. Yeah, we had a great. Uh, did you have a nice uh, Easter week and yeah. Easter weekend? And uh, you gave up. What'd you give up for Lent? Oh, Pete, by the way, um, a yeoman service here. And by the way, this is going to be like a letter rip Monday because we've been on vacation. Um, I don't know about you, but it takes a few days. To, I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> so uh, going to we just kind of goofing around here. Like, do I got all the topics? I'll give them to you. Pete had a root canal this morning. Yeah, fine. this morning mm-hmm. he had a root canal. Now the only thing about root, obviously they numb the crap out of you, so you right. didn't. But it's the sound of it and oh the smoke, God. and I mean it's just. Uh, it's, uh, but it's really, I mean, once they numb you, then it's you're just sitting there and you can hear it more than anything. Which is the worst part? But right how you feeling right now? Oh, I hate oh, that sound. Drugs, basically. yeah, the good drugs, excellent drugs. drugs. <laughs> if it starts with oxy or hydro, <laughs> <laughs> chances are you're going to be in pretty good shape. But I'm glad I appreciate you coming in. Hey, I mean, no problem. It's, uh, you could be in a. So I'm taking tomorrow off. So. <laughs> well, or or uh, anyway, <laughs> we got that going for you. And hangman's off, but the fabulous Kara is uh, oh. is here today, which answering your phone. Who? Okay, the what's that? The Braves opener. We will talk about the trades, metal detector of the games you better leave early this year get to the park early you have to go everybody in the park has to go through a metal detector you don't just go streaming in the gates you have to go through a metal detector how in the world are people going to go through metal detectors with keys cell phones uh belt buckles i mean all the things we carry in our pockets but you go into this bullet belt i never go through i mean you imagine how long this might take to have 40,000 people one at a time going through a metal detector? Unless you have, you know, like 50 of them. Anyway, I, I don't know what to tell you, but that's the new rule this year. Major League Baseball demanded it. Also, the NCAA basketball finals tonight. Ooh, how about some bad sportsmanship from those little deadbeat spoiled brats at Kentucky? Now, wait a minute. I saw that guy with a double hyphenated name. I think he's a freshman. Heinz something or Wilfie Milngmang or I got it in there somewhere. Anyway, and he just turned his back and walked off the court. You know, wasn't shaking hands. I mean, I saw a few of these guys. It was really rude. I mean, just talk about poor sportsmanship. You know, who made you God that you were supposed to win that game? You didn't win the game, and oh no! Of course, there was that phantom bucket when the time clock ran out, and he got the two points anyway for Wisconsin, which never should have counted. But uh, you know whether that would have made a difference if they'd gone down the floor. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? You never know. But it's over and it's done. And how the refs missed that call? And again, I think it was within two minutes of the game, so they couldn't challenge it or you couldn't review it or something. It was some rude, no, some anyway. Uh, but uh, I mean, some great basketball, but some pretty poor officiating, I think. Anyway, uh, and Kentucky did some real poor sports at the Kentucky uh, basketball team. I think just uh, really, really depressing. Uh, let's see, the Rolling Stone rape story, the Iran deal. We have a new song from Putty Tad, by the way. Politics, presidential campaigns. Harry Reid's a liar, and he knows it. Uh, cat fights over politics. Christians stoned trying to build a church in Egypt. The homeless Jesus statue is in Detroit now. Uh, SEL leader suspended. Armed citizens saved a carjacking victim. Thank God people have guns in America, including in Smyrna. 
Also, oh, the Seinfeld episode on cell phones. I can't believe it. Plus, James is coming up on Conyers Newsmaker Line, sponsored by the Siding Doctor. I will talk about uh, Mad Men and Depressed and the new app. Pete, they made a mistake of using the word depressed in a tweet. Uh, That's going to get your attention. Also, Robert De Niro says Hillary deserves to be president. All that's coming up. Plus, Newsmaker Lines and yourself. 1212. Hey, what's your fat ass doing here? He's my only means of conveying. <laughs> point A to point B. And news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr, (laughs) and now here's your host, (laughs) who wants to know, is it wrong for a man to ask a baker to personalize his sticky bun, (laughs) even if they're in the state of Indiana? No, I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. Come again in a caramel? I'll take four. <laughs> it's a long flight. <laughs> Did you ever hear Louis C.K.? Louis C.K., when, he, when he's doing his routine about flying into the airport, and he says, I'm such a slob. He says, I, you know, I arrive home, and I stop at the sticky bun that we could display at the airports and get like seven of them. He said, how how, how de- degenerate do you have to be to be arriving home, and instead of racing home to your wife and family, you stop to get sticky buns? He said, you know, if you if you arrive at the airport to go fly out, you got time to spend. You're waiting around. Have a sticky bun. But he says, how, how fat, slob, degenerate do you have to be to go <laughs> wait in a line for when you're home trying to get Anyway, <laughs> look out. All right, 1219, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. A News Radio 1067. Back and nasty as ever. This is bassist Marku Lapalinen from Hoobastank, who's 42 today. A couple other birthdays. Zach Braff from Scrubs is 40. And um, Candace Cameron Bure from Full House. God, was she the little girl in Full House? Candace Cameron Bure, B-U-R-E. Candace Cameron Bure is 39, so she had to be the little kid, I suppose. Anyway, we'll figure it out. What's that? Bure, B-U-R-E. Cameron, B-U-R-E, Bure. Full House. All right, hold on. It's over the camera. 1220. News Mag coming up. Also, a brand new song. And um, also, uh, Pete just had a root canal. And we were actually had a Kimmer Sidden secret microphone at the dentist. Uh, uh, Dr. Vinnie Boomba, I think, was a, a special dentist. So we'll get, we'll get that for you. But first, let me get to uh, James and Conyers. Scott's coming up. Newsmaker Line's coming up, too. Hey, James, thanks for calling, and thanks for holding. How's it going, man? Hello. Oh, do we lose him? I heard a... James? Hey, James. I think we, I, heard a do- I heard a beep. I think we lost him. Anyway, he may, I think he knew Bob Burns, who was killed in a, the original Leonard Skinner founder. And I wonder, I just left a message for Wayne, no offense, my old producer, who used to have, we had boats together at a slip at Lake Alatoona, and Lanier too, but at Lake Alatoona, we had, uh, next to us in our slip at the lake was uh, the, for, uh, I forgot his name, but I'll bet it's, I think it was the same guy, a former drummer from Leonard Skinner, who got thrown out of the of the slip because he would just take his garbage and throw it over the back of the boat. I mean, <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, you know, he, he was there. Yeah, I mean, he was on the out on the lake. I mean, he was in the slip and the, you know the facility, and he would just take his garbage and throw it over the back of the boat. So it's you know all this garbage just floating in the where the boats are. <laughs> they finally asked. Well, in his own defense, he was always high, so you know you can't really you know believe it. I don't know if that was him or not, but he was a great guy. We enjoyed his company, and he was a terrific fellow. But uh, if that was him, or either way, uh, it's it's a sad thing. All right, twelve twenty one. 
Uh, News Radio 1067. All right, hold on a second. Oh, he's back. Is that James is back? Oh, we got wait, hold, James. Hold on a second. We got the news rigger. There's the news rigger line. Let's see who's on the old news rigger line. Good afternoon. We dig Vital calling. <laughs> hey, Dick. How's it going? <laughs> uh, hello. Oh, are we going through this again? Oh, 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 please, God. That one dumped out. Uh, what now? Oh, don't. Please. No, no, no. Try one more. All right. Well, let's, uh, he's going to call back. Let's try. Let's try James once again and see if uh, James can you hear me? All right. Hello. Hey, James. How's it going? Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you for calling back and for holding. Uh, now, did you know Bob Burns? I knew him personally. In fact, played with Bob uh, a few years back, and uh, just wanted to weigh in about him uh, because I've been seeing the news stories. Uh huh. There's things about Bob that I'd like to let your audience know uh, a little bit about him that you won't find uh, in the news coverage. All right. Now, again, if our news line calls back in the next few seconds, I'll put you back on hold. But in the meantime, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, the world will remember him for playing drums on Freebird right. and Sweet Home, Sweet Home Alabama, Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Simple Man, a lot of that. So, Bob, uh, he they'll remember him for that, but... I want everybody to know that he was a gentle he was a gentle and a generous soul. He got a lot of money and he helped a lot of people. I met Bob after he left the band and uh he struggled a lot with alcohol and drugs like a lot of musicians do, but yeah. I've I've often said and told my children that two things will reveal what you're made of. And one of them is adversity, and the other one is money. Yeah, I tell and, you, what, I, I, I don't don't be mad at me, James. I'm gonna put you back no. on hold because we got a newsmaker line. I hope we got this line thing figured out. Let's see, line one. let's try line one. See if it works again with the newsmaker line. Good afternoon. Hey, Kim and baby, this is Dick <laughs> Vitale calling. Hey, Dick, how's it going? Well, I'm so glad to see they took your week off to work on the phone system. That's good. <laughs> well, it's all good. Just want to feel all right at home. <laughs> What's up, man? Well. You know, uh, bad news, of course, University of Kentucky, baby, they went down to defeat. They ruined their perfect season, but there is a bright side, Kim. Uh, What's that, that, Dick? Ashley Judd is on suicide watch. (laughs) So if we can only get that no-talent skank and all the liberal Bolshevik ramblings to go through with it, the Wildcats lost could have a happy ending, baby. And I'm glad I said Bolshevik. Thank you. (laughs) I think we're all glad of that one. Anyway, boy, I tell you, I couldn't believe the reaction of the Kentucky players after the game. Wasn't that totally classless, Classless, yes, sir. Oh, man, I haven't seen that many sore losers since Tyler Perry held auditions over at Swingin' Richards, baby. (laughs) They were some sore losers walking out there. Very sore. Wildcat guard Andrew Harrison apologized yeah. for answering a question about Badger Frank Kaminsky by saying blank that N-word. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah. Andrew said, I'm very sorry. I meant to say blank that Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Smyrna Man Max Bacon is on Andrew's side now that he's slamming the Pollocks there. They're all a bunch of meatheads and stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, you got your meat head. Save <laughs> yourself there and bring your beer, will you? <laughs> you know, they've asked me for a prediction on ESPN. I'm going to go out on a limb, yeah. baby, and say okay. the Badgers are going to prevail tonight over the Lewinskys. What? <laughs> Lewinsky? Oh, I mean the Blue Devils. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I must have been thinking about Devil with a blue dress on. At least that's what I hope I was thinking. Uh, you know, maybe the fact that people, you know, thought Bill Clinton was Satan. Ergo, well, never mind. <laughs> We're kind of running late. Yeah, it's all right. Sir. Hey, I saw where Tiger Woods got in 18 holes at Augusta. Oh, he did? And if you include the cart girl... Uh, a good time was. Yeah, include the card girl. Thank you, Dick. Thank God they don't even have card girls in a baby. <laughs> Thank you. I'm sure so glad this phone decided to work yes, now. I'll tell you that. You and me both, my friend. Look out. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I just got an email back from Wayne, and I asked him whether that Bob Burns was the guy who was next to us, and he said, yeah, he was. He would dump the sewer in the trash, fighting around, he was uh, hopped up on the booze pretty good. Um, the boat looked like a trailer went through a tornado, uh, but it, it almost sank, but being said, when the lake level dropped 10 feet, he knew his boat wasn't hanging in the air from the ropes like I thought mine was. And he never dented my brand new pontoon boat with his jet ski like the Kimmer did, too. So <laughs> he was a better neighbor than the Kimmer, let's say it. Anyway, uh, Bob, we miss you in your passing, and it's, uh, it's sad news. I just said 1227 on News Radio 1067. This is John Lovitz, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson Show. Congratulations. You're our 1,000,000th, 10,000th second listener. Yeah, that's it. That's a ticket. Anyway, the camera is on Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. Hi, this is Casey Casey. Hey, Casey. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought yes, to you by yes, Kelly Clarkson, oh. who's become one whale of a singer. <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, now doing three shows daily at SeaWorld. And now here's your host for the time being, Thank you. Kim Peterson. You know, uh, a uh, rather well-known anchorman just had to apologize about that very thing. Making your way in the world today takes everything But first... This is the theme from Cheers, and John Ratzenberger, who played uh, Cliff Clavin here. John Ratzenberger, 68 today. Also, actor Paul Rudd is 46. Jason Hervey from The Wonder Years is 43. So there you go. Right, anyway, it's only the camera, 1235, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Hangman's off, but Kara's answering your phones today. And we got everything squared away, and we're all set to go, and everybody's happy. Now, let me get back. To, oh, I, I got a new song to play, and also um, a couple of new things. Let me finish up with James real quick. He was calling back about Bob Burns. And, uh, James, I don't. I, I assume you heard a minute ago I got the text from Wayne. That was the guy. That was our next-door neighbor up at the Slip in Halatuna who uh, was feeling no pain all the time we knew him. But he was a really nice guy. We loved talking to him. He was cool and funny. And, and uh, But they had to kick him out because he, uh, he was a little loose on the uh, sanitary uh, <laughs> disposal methods at Lake Halatuna. But anyway, he seemed like a really terrific guy, and it's, it's a sad shame that he got killed in a car crash Friday night. And he's gone. There we are. All right. <laughs> you know, I love that. I, you know, it kind of reminds me of the times when I'd be talking to somebody and realize that they've walked away. And I'm. <laughs> it's almost as much fun as when you're walking down the sidewalk and you trip and realize, oh, crap. And you look around there, people are looking out a window, laughing at you, falling down. Your seat. Well, that was great. All right. So. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> 
I hold everything. No, don't call me. It's, it's all right. We, we don't. I don't want to belabor him. It's, you know, I mean, he was a nice guy, and uh, he used to throw his garbage off the back of his boat, and he kicked him out of the slip, and he died in a car crash Friday. And, it's, and he, I guess, was a wonderful fellow. But you know, anyway, it was it's the same thing. All right, hold on, shut up. All right, how about a song to change your? And we, oh, let's get Scott. Here's Scott on News Radio 106.7. Uh, hey, Scott, welcome, and thanks for holding, man. How's it going? Uh, sounds like the uh, old Kimmer show is firing on all cylinders. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> How was your vacation, man? You know, it was great. It actually, was fun. We went and spent a few days on the beach with the family and the grandkids. And, in fact, Pete's going to put some pictures up on the Facebook Kimmer right Show. I'm doing it right now, the Kimmer Show Facebook page. Uh, it was great. The kids are great. The grandkids, the grandkids are great. And we went out to dinner and the beach and parties. And, you know, it was just really, really nice, relaxing. Played around the golf. I mean, you know, it's as good as it could get, Scott. Thanks for asking. Wow, man. Good to have you back, man. Uh, we missed you. Carson did a great job filling in for you, He's man. a good so, guy. Uh, He's a real good guy. He, and he yeah, he is, man. Got to love the Carson. There you uh, go. Well, well Scott, thanks. Let it rip Monday, right? What's that? It's Let It Rip Monday, isn't it? Let It Rip Monday, absolutely. What do you think? We might get a weather forecast later on? Well, sure. How about a little weather? It's going to be rainy. Rainy today, rainy tomorrow. Might rain <laughs> the whole freaking week. Mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it be like five, Leslie Dove. All right, Scott. Hey, ho. You said Litter, litter Friday means just like uh, Leslie Dove, the great. But no, we're not going to do it Leslie today. That's for that's a Friday special. All right, 844-404-1067. Yes, it's true. It's true. Even Putty Tad and Carrie are teaming up together to brag about that ridiculous deal they made with Iran on nuclear weapons. Today is the day that I helped start World War III. Yeah. Because I made a bad deal with Iran. Even <laughs> Howard Dean thought it was crazy. <laughs> Stab the Israelis in the back. This is the worst deal since Kimmer's contract. Busan, <laughs> Lusani, he is my man. And my buddy, Ali Khomeini. Nukes he'll have for his next attack. Hey, Bibi, how do you like me now? <laughs> Jewish people should know. I am not their fan, making bad deals with Iran. Okay, hit it, John Kerry. Iranians got all that they needed. Boy, you could say that again, Lurch. To have a bomb within a year. By the way, Barry, my name isn't Lurch. When <laughs> our dirty deal's completed. That deal's as phony as your purple hearts. <laughs> Israel will have much to fear. Or your birth certificate, Barry. The Israelis should know. We don't care about their flight. Mass destruction's close inside. All right. Did I mention I served in Vietnam? That's what I heard, yeah. Putty Tad and Mr. Phony Swift Boat. All right, together again at last. 1239 is on the camera. By the way, uh, this is new. Now, see, we normally don't get messages actually typed on our uh, uh, answer oh screen. Kara, who's really? doing a, a, I mean, she, this is in a tremendous effort she's putting in today, filling in for Hangman. I got a little notes here now. James called back, wanted to let you know that he helped, that uh, Rob Burns, who died, the Leonard Skinner founder, the car crash Friday, uh, did help a lot of people after he became a Christian. He was crazy, but in a good way. And I, I think that's probably the bottom line. He, he was a great neighbor to have. He was fun to talk to. But he was, uh, you know, he was a little out there. All right, so, boom. Twelve forty on News Radio one zero six seven. Oh, by the way, we, I mentioned that Pete uh, had a root canal this, this morning, yeah. and I said, Pete, you know, don't do it in the morning and then come to work. Do it after you work so you can go home and go to bed and take a nap and take the drugs. But as it turned out, we were there with the Kimmer's live hidden seeker microphone with Pete getting a root canal at the dentist. Oh, this tooth is killing me. He got to pull it down. Oh. We'll have to come back later, buddy. The dentist. Later, nothing. Get busy and pull this tooth. Go on, pull it. Go ahead, Doc. Take a chance. What do you got to lose? <laughs> okay, buddy, it's your tooth. Uh, and give me an anesthetic. 
Really? Who? Anesthetic. <laughs> it means he wants to be knocked out. Who? <laughs> a pleasure. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> you imbecile. You knocked him out before he told us what tooth to pull. Well, don't worry. I'll find it. Move over, Doc. That's it. That's it. Boy, you should have been a surveyor. Oh, thanks. But you tell that to all the interns. <laughs> this is your fault. Oh. Go on, hold on to him like I told you. <laughs> I think I got something. <laughs> Curly. <laughs> That's Pete falling to the floor and being roughhoused by the dentist today here. So anyway, well, you made it through successfully, and we're all happy to hear about that. All right, 844-404-1067, and this is a true story. A man struck by a bus on a busy street in Portland, Oregon. Very, very badly hurt. He gasps to the onlookers. A priest, somebody get me a priest. A police officer checks the crowd. No priest, no nun, no minister or person of the cloth of any kind. The injured man cries out, Please, any words from someone from the church? Out of the crowd steps a shabby old man. He says, I'm not Catholic, but he's been sleeping behind Sacred Heart Cathedral for 40 years. So he's heard the words of so many priests over so many years, the times the words are just etched in his memory. Desperate, the injured man nods and says, That would be fine. Thank you so much. The elderly homeless man kneels by him and solemnly intones, B4 N38. G fifty four. See words he heard in the church all those years. You see the words he heard were, you know, like the N fourteen. Twelve forty two now. Yes. Hey everybody. <laughs> the Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. All right, I got. I say, I say, this is Foghorn Leghorn, Fox son. Yes, and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought no. to you by Joni Mitchell, right, who sir. has yet to be diagnosed. And I guess you know what that means. She may not know what she's got till she's gone. I said she may not. Well, anyway, oh, here's your I... host for <laughs> now, Kim no, Peterson. Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look out. 1249. It's only me. It's only the camera. We don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee. Merle Haggard birthday today. We don't take <laughs> our trips on LSD. Now, this is down-home country, my friends. Merle Haggard is 78 We today. don't burn our trips. Oh, uh, uh, there's several versions. There's down-home country and uptown country music. And now there's there's country rock music, which is most country, modern-day country music. It has a lot of rock and roll to it. I mean, it's just not the same thing as we the old days. Anyway, Merrill Haggard's 78 today. Also, uh, Ari Myers, the actress from Kate and Alley, is 46. And other birthdays includes uh, Nobel Prize-winning scientist James Watson is 87. Dr. Watson, I'll just take us away. We have a news line coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor, and it's 12.50 is our time. James Watson was the Nobel Prize-winning physicist, along with an, a Crick, the other doctor, who discovered the DNA uh, molecule. And if you and again, there's a movie, and it's, it's called something like The Search for the Double Helix or The Race to the Double Helix or something about the, the race. And it's a real highbrow type of movie about the scientists who've discovered how they could figure out how the molecule worked. And it's amazing. It, it, it's really a fantastic movie, very highbrow, but if you ever get a chance, it's probably 20, 30 years old. Anyway, uh, Dr. 
uh, Watson was on Phil Donahue's show in Chicago many years ago to talk about DNA and cancer treatments. And my girlfriend and I were on the show. She was the first person to ever take artificial interference on anybody in the world. And we, and we were, anyway, so I, we were in the green room together waiting to go on TV. And Dr. Watson, the Nobel Prize winning physicist, I mean, this guy was a brilliant, one of the most brilliant minds you've ever seen. He had egg all over his face from breakfast. And so, so, so I, the Kimmer, had to go uh, take a napkin and say, excuse me, doctor, and I'm wiping the guy's face off to <laughs> go on the Phil Donahue show with egg all over his face and his collar from breakfast. I mean, here's, you know, talk about a freak scientist. He was a great guy, but he had egg all over, and he, didn't, he wasn't even thinking about it. He was thinking about the world and chemistry, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, it was pretty funny. And Dr. Watson is 87 today, so good for you. All right, to the, hey, it's a newsmaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsmaker line there. Uh, good afternoon. Kimmy, this is Donald Trump calling. <laughs> hey, Donald, how's it going? Tiger Woods is making a colossal mistake. It's a huge, huge mistake to go to Augusta with his game. Have you seen it lately? I yeah, mean, bad you know, he's, they say he's playing great in the practice rounds. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. He's hitting a lot of those Kelly Clarks and chip shots. You know, fat and extra chunky. <laughs> I don't think he should be there. <laughs> I hear you were at Brookfield Country Club yesterday. Yeah, I got around it. Yeah, I was going to make it a Trump property, but they, somebody came in with actual cash instead of one of my tote the note uh, <laughs> Shell Corporation deals where you wonder if you're ever going to get paid. <laughs> was Bill Hawk able to evacuate the homes to the left of number one before your opening tee shot? I certainly hope so. <laughs> That's right where I hit it, too. <laughs> I heard a civil defense warning when you made it. <laughs> Look out, it's a giver. <laughs> 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 I must kill Kimmer. Stand in his king Well, Benjamin Netanyahu yeah. called it a disastrous deal that we will yeah. soon regret, yeah. Kimmer. We got that deal. Yeah. I didn't even realize the Prime Minister of Israel followed all the personnel changes on the Rock 100 Morning Show. <laughs> well, no, that wasn't it, sir. <laughs> Congratulations to Seabass on jumping off the Titanic. That was a good move. <laughs> McDonald's is going to begin serving breakfast all day. All day breakfast at McDonald's. Yeah, they want to cater to those Kasim Reed supporters who don't get up till 1 p.m., you know. <laughs> the crack of noon. Rise and shine afternoon breakfast for them. <laughs> In honor of Dexter King, McDonald's is coming out with the new Do McNuffin McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing at my own jokes. What the hell's wrong with me here? Dexter King, do nothing McMuffin. <laughs> Junior, what's my problem? <laughs> Do nothing, McMuffin. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, one more thing. I yes, just got uh, a text from Dick Vitale. He wanted to apologize. Oh. I'm not sure what this means. He said, uh, yeah. what I meant to say was 19 if you include the card girl. Oh, okay. Well, again, see. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. It's Great to be here. Just the another show. number to me, sir. <laughs> Thank you, the Donald. Goodbye. Uh, it's nice to have you Very... aboard, sir. <laughs> Whoops, oh, <and> easy. No. <laughs> Look out. It's only me, 1254. News Radio 1067, 844 1067. Coming up, we'll talk more about the rape deal and the apology in the Columbia Journalism Review and University of Virginia and Rolling Stone. Also, Putty and BB talking about the Iran deal. Lindsey Graham taking a shot at Rand Paul. Yeah. Catfight. Have you heard yeah. about this? We'll get to that. We got all this stuff. And uh, the bees, swarming bees in Tampa. But first, let's see. Uh oh, here's Shirley on News Radio 1067. Hello, Shirley. Oh, 
I got to come on. Oh, thank you, Kimmer. Yeah, What's going Happy on? Happy Easter. Good. Happy Passover. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And to you, too. Sorry. Did you give up thank anything you. for Lent, Shirley? I, I gave up for every, for, you know, for every day. There you go. Well, not that. It's all, you know, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I do nothing except pray and yeah. hear God. There you are. And that's why I'm calling you, Kim. All right, then. Okay. Right? All right. Well, I'm you can call me God you. if you want, but I think it's a little over the board. Shirley, you can't be serious in calling me God. <laughs> Don't call me Shirley. You know. anyway, oh, hey. So I heard from God. So let me tell you something. When I, I, I was listening, I'm telling a young lady. Yeah. I was listening to public radio, yeah. and they, and they were, had some Asian groups on there, Asian yeah. guys on there, yeah. and talking about the Asian people and how they yeah. uh, how they feel about being in America yeah. and how it is to go to school here in America and that sort of thing. Yeah. It all boils down to communication. Oh boy. We we're going we're going around the mulberry bush just to come back to I want to speak a language that you understand. Uh, we're talking about Ebonics. Ebonics, that's right, and the N word and all that stuff. About, you can talk about Ebonics. See, Ebonics all stems from the fact they do not have a language. They're not taught a language. Yeah. They're not taught English properly. Yeah. Listen to that's me. the home, baby. That's the home. That's the home. Fires burning, and in my opinion, has always been: if a kid is doing crappy in school, it's not the teacher's fault; it's the family's fault. Exactly. Now, here, here's my point. Here's my point. Yeah. I had at least one failing uh, um, um, nephew who yeah. who needed help. Yeah. And I found that help through Evelyn Woods speed reading. Oh my goodness! I, you know, in this fact, this was this was forty years ago. Wow. But it only felt it like was, 20 because well, she was going so fast. It was probably 30, <laughs> yeah. 30 years well, ago. Well, 30, 30, 40, 20. Hey, I got a 30, give me that 40 dollar bid. I got a 30 dollar bid, I got a 20 dollar, 40 dollar bid. Communicate. Communicate, baby. Please. Communicate. All right, Shirley, I got to go. I got I got a traffic. But you know what? And this is a, this is a true story, as I recall, uh, when uh, the passing of, uh, of Miss Wood, uh, Walter Cronkite, as I recall, uh, made this announcement on the death of Emma Wood. The woman who came with speed ring, invented speed ring, died at she was 84. See, she invented speed reading. So, the woman who invented speed reading that changed eighty four. Sorry, twelve fifty seven. All right. <laughs> John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Six showcase photo and video. This is Larry Flint, and you're listening to a replay of the Kim Peterson show. I'm not sure why the Kimmer's so bad. Hell, I got out of my wheelchair to turn off the radio. Anyway, if you can stand it, the Kimmer's on weekdays, uh, noon to three on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer has a striking face. Well, the question wanna... is, how many times was it struck? <laughs> the Kimmer Show on News Radio 1067. Nice pick fight, I don't know. Is <laughs> 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 that your face or your pluck a kick? All right, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. Look out, it's only me, 105 on News Radio 1067. It's only the Kimmer, it's only me. Stand by. Here we go. 844-404-1067. And this is the hideous Rod Stewart. I hate everything about him. I don't like his hair and I don't like his voice. So. But you might, so I'm playing it for you because I'm a giver. <laughs> it was 1979. Rod Stewart married Alana Hamilton, who happened to be George Hamilton's ex-wife. 
They broke up five years later. Rod Stewart and Alana something or other there. Also, um, let's see, a couple of birthdays here. Uh, composer-conductor Andre Previn is 86. He was married to uh, Mia Farrell yeah. for a while. when yeah. she was. I think Sinatra got her when she was like 17 or something, and then Andre Previn married her after that, I believe. Um, and uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, Mickey Rooney died in North Hollywood one year ago today at the age of 93. There you go. All right, look out. It's only the camera. One oh, sweetness bell, sweetness bell. All right. Oh, hold on. All right. We have a sweetness bell story. Uh, for example, this is a... Uh... All right, I'm coming! It was back before the Gore fella, Al Gore, invented global warming in the Internet, you know. The coldest winter Ireland had ever seen me, boy. Ah, two leprechauns wrapped in green blankets pounded on the gates of a convent on the southern coast by the icy sea. Sister Patience opened the small door high in the gate, but could not see anything. She says, "'Tis a joke. Some scallywags are playing on poor nuns,' she called out. "'Nay, sister, we're down here, me Jesus. We're down here, me boil.' At the taller leprechaun, Aaron, almost two feet high. "'Wee, me wee, shy friend Seamus is wondering if a nun his size lives here.' "'If a nun his size lives here?' the sister said. "'Oh, heavens no. We're the sisters of soaring stature, a very tall order.' "'So you're telling me you have no midget with a slight habit on, then?' says Aaron. No, answered the sister impatiently. Not one single dwarf lady wearing the holy black and white, you're telling me. Are you deaf, the sister says. What part of tall is so hard to grasp, little man? Aaron says, I told you, Seamus, last night you were dating a penguin. <laughs> See, last night he was looking for his, his date at the convent, thought it was a nun, dressed no, black and white nun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll criticize myself with this. I love self. All right, this is this is sort of a, a camera criticism. I got a lawyer here, a lawyer, a letter here from uh, the law offices of Stanley Lefko. All right, and it says, uh, on Mar- "Dear Mr. Peterson, on March twenty fifth, twenty fifteen, you called Harvey Weinstein or Stein a hypocrite because he commented on the need to fight anti-Semitism in a speech he gave at the Simon Wiesenthal Center in Los Angeles. You noted that he made violent movies." The two do not seem to equate. If he committed acts of discrimination or prejudice or his movies advocated and encouraged such actions, other than being entertaining or entertainment, one might agree with you. Kind regards, yours very truly, Stanley Lefko. Okay, I think we were talking about about Harvey Weinstein because he had Django Unchained and uh, Unglorious Bastards and the most violent, vicious, uh, horrid movies ever made. And we were talking, I don't think I was talking about his speech about anti-Semitism as much as it was that the man's a phony because on the issue of violence, uh, uh, he comes out against guns, people should not own guns. Uh, He's the same guy with, uh, what's his name, Liam Neeson, uh, who did all the Taken movies, who also says Americans are a bunch of uh, uh, SOBs and a-holes because we all like guns and they have no place in America for guns. And these two people make their living, make billions of dollars off of of, of violent and stuff like that. So I was talking about him being a hypocrite, not because he was a hypocrite about Simon Wiesenthal, but because he was a hypocrite about everything else in his life. So anyway, thank you for writing. Uh, uh, lawyer uh, Stanley Lefko. There you are. You know, if Liam Neeson's countrymen had more guns, maybe the British wouldn't be standing That's on them right. for a thousand That's right. They'd have their years. own country. That's right. <clears throat> just a thought. All right, just a thought. Oh, oh, it's weird happening in the thing. I'm watching TV. And by the way, I got news lines coming up, sponsored by The Siding Doctor. I got more stories here than I'll ever get on, but I, I thought this really hit me the other day. Um, it must be a function of age or the speed. As you get older, time goes faster, I think. As you get old, all of a sudden, I look at myself and how old I am, and my kids are growing, and my and all of a sudden, I'm going, my God, it just, it seems to go faster. I know, you know, John Boy, in your early 20s, 
life can seem like it just it, it just you know one thing after another plodding along going trust me the older you get it speeds i mean it's gone i can't look i look back and say, oh my god anyway so to me the year 1998 only seems like three or four years ago you say you know, something happened in 1998 oh god that's only a few years ago actually it was a whole bunch of years ago but it wasn't that long ago in my head so i'm watching seinfeld reruns last night on t or whatever night on tv and there was this, it was a, um, a George and Jerry and Elaine on the sidewalk. And Elaine, the story was that Elaine had a friend whose mother was, was deathly ill in the hospital. And so Elaine wanted to call her and see how her mother was doing. So she pulled out her seven-foot-long cell phone, uh, back in the old days, cell phone, looked like a walkie-talkie, and made a phone call and left a voicemail message that said, Hi, it's Elaine. I was calling to see about your mom. Hope she's okay. Let me know if I can do anything. And Jerry and George went nuts. Do you know why they went nuts? They said it was rude to use a cell phone to make a personal call. See, John Boy can't even believe this. You can't even relate to this. It used to be, and here's, and this was actually saying it. This was this, the dialogue on their show. And Jerry said, "Oh, big faux pas, horrid, George. Oh no, bad, bad, bad. Never use a cell phone to make a personal call, especially if it's something about someone's health or something serious, because that just shows that you're too busy to bother calling them from your own home at home phone. Instead, you'll call them while you're doing something else, because cell phones are just used because you're too damn lazy uh, to do one thing at a time instead of going." make a home phone call that should mean something you use your cell phone while you're driving while you're walking while you're eating while you're working so you just you don't have to worry about that but can you believe it i mean they were saying it was incredibly offensive to make a cell phone call for a personal call now i don't even have a home phone do you have a home phone Use a home phone in years. I haven't had a home phone in ten years. Twenty years. Have you had? I mean, but isn't that amazing? It was only 1998, and they're saying how rude to make a cell phone. Oh my God, that's so offensive. And I thought, holy cow! You don't think society's changing before our very eyes? I mean, I, I couldn't believe it. And John Boy's, you can't even relate to that. No, never heard of that. Everybody I've uses never been told that. Yeah, well, but if that was only 1998, that wasn't that far back. Is that a, I mean, I, oh, t- this world of ours, I'm, and it's social media and, and, and iPhone, I'm telling you, everything's different, and I don't like it. I don't like the direction. I don't. It's 112. I don't. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Someone is willing to be my girlfriend. <laughs> there ain't enough money in Georgia. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Morgan Freeman, and now hey, here's Morgan. your host. A man who management is happy to see again. Yes, sir. Yes. They have no idea who the hell he is, but they're happy to see him nonetheless. Well, they call me Brad, Here he is so. until Friday, <laughs> Kim Peterson. Here we go again. <laughs> oh, my God, now. It's on to the Kimmer. Giddy up, go. Come on in, shake a howdy, little darling. It's on to the Kimmer. Come on in, shake a howdy. You know. What's a howdy? What's a howdy? It's <laughs> four years old. Yeah, boy. What 1998. Talking about the Seinfeld episode, 1998. It was 1998. Tammy Wynette died at a blood clot. She was at home in Nashville and only 55 years old when she passed away. Tammy Wynette. D-I-V-O-R A couple of birthdays include uh, Joel Garland from Orange is the New Black. He's 40. And uh, former uh, Congresswoman Michelle Bachman of Minnesota is 59 today. Fairly easy on the eyes still at 59. Oh, R-C-E. 
120, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. Facebook update. Uh, let's see. Vince says, Kimmer life is like sex. The closer you get to the end, the faster it goes. It's true. I'm telling you, the older you get, the faster it goes. This life is just speeding. I can't believe it. And I put the photo of you and your grandson on the beach. Excellent. And let's see. Who said this? It's uh, Oh, someone said, Sherry says, nice legs. <laughs> <laughs> Who's she talking to? Yeah. yeah that's what I want to know. 120, 120. It's only the Kimmer. 844-404-1067. Uh, oh, let's give away tickets. I've got two. Oh, well, geez, I don't know how to do this. Uh, let's do this. I have two tickets, pair of tickets, for the Braves opening game, home game, this Friday. Yeah. The Braves, they're, on, they're playing today at 4 o'clock uh, today down in, is it Miami? Yeah. Miami. Miami. Yeah, sure. uh, so we'll have the game here on News Radio 106.7, uh, but their home opener is this Friday. I have two tickets to the home opener for the Braves. Don't call now, but at 1.30, we'll open up the lines, 844-404-1067. And um, let's just give us your, uh, your favorite baseball player growing up. And uh, and why? And we'll pick out somebody that may match one of ours, or we'll figure out who we like the best, or it'll just be kind of a random thing. So 844-404-1067. Not now, but at one thirty during the news at one thirty, and we'll give us your favorite player, a story of a player growing up, and we'll pick a winner for the Who home, are they playing home. this Friday? Uh, this Friday they're playing the uh, Mets. How about those Mets? <laughs> Don't start with me on those Mets. <laughs> <laughs> so I got two tickets for opener Friday, this Friday. And then later on, I'll even more tickets for next Monday's game. But that's a whole other thing. We'll do that. Can I bring two. up my Twitter thing from Please yesterday? Do. Oh, yeah. About, about, about um, Mad Men. Okay. Uh, in fact, I was going to say this. The, the uh, And I haven't seen it, so don't give away everything. Well, you right. can give away if you want. I don't care. I've got it no. on DVR. But the Mad Men uh, season, uh, finale season, is just started last night. Right. I can't stay up till, till 11 o'clock as early as I get up in the morning to watch it. So I always DVR it. You watched it. And, right. there was, and, and tell us what, what you tweeted. And somebody dies. Which I, somebody in the cast that we know. Yeah, that I like. Okay. And, uh, and so afterwards, <coughs> I, I tweeted out, well, thanks, Mad Men. Now I'm depressed. Uh-oh. Yeah, as a joke. Yeah. And I get a tweet almost immediately back from some organization that says, oh, we heard that you said you were depressed. Don't be depressed. Know that someone always loves you and cares about you. Holy! So someone is sifting through your private tweets to hear that, see the word depressed, and then send you a message: "Don't kill yourself. We love you." It's an app or something that goes through Twitter, and if they see the word depressed, automatically shoots you this thing. And I forget the name of the app, and it's not loading right now. Oh but my. It, it's love is something, and it shoots it right out to you. Don't be depressed. Oh man, they're everywhere. I know. Social media. Now you're on somebody's list. Now someone's got your tweeting thing and saying, well, you know, if you're in Atlanta, check in on this Pete guy because he's a little depressed down there. Yeah, something happens to oh, me. Oh, that's freaking scary. 122. Hey, Newsbreaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker Line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. It's me, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> hey, Jerry, how's it going? <laughs> I guess you're pretty glad that Easter is over. Well, what do you mean, sir? Well, apparently your engineering crew gave up fixing the Kemmer studio for Lent. That's doing pretty good so far. I haven't gotten through on the phone since Ash Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what was the deal up in Indiana while you were off? I mean, Kemmer, oh, yeah. what is the big deal? Uh, Indiana. I mean, if you're having a gay wedding, why do you have to mention it? <laughs> Just order the cake and then put the two cocks broadcasting executive figurines on top later. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Had a week to think about this. If you ask me, Jerry yes. Seinfeld, Jerry. this whole Baker thing in Indiana controversy yeah. was yeah. a setup from the get go. A setup was a setup. Yeah. I mean, 
You know, if they knew you were coming, they'd have baked the cake. <laughs> just for you. Just, just have for to you. Just set for you. it up in advance, you know, <laughs> like a reservation or something. <laughs> they knew you were on the way. <laughs> on the way. You were arriving <laughs> later. I just, you see, know. <laughs> well, McDonald's has announced a plan mm. to raise employee salaries by up to $1 an hour. Oh, wow. This is good news for former regular guys because those podcasts <laughs> don't really pay that much. <laughs> Why do people do podcasts? I don't know. Why do people want to waste three hours to hear their own voice? <laughs> <laughs> and lawyer Stanley Lefko is right, Kimmer. Yeah, lawyer. Robbie. Harvey Weinstein isn't a hypocrite because no. he criticizes anti-Semitism. No, no. You know, well, what is violent movies is what they were saying. Yeah, okay, violent God, movies. I'm going to spit this out. It's yeah, nothing yeah. to do with violent movies. No. He's a hypocrite because he gives millions to Obama. Who wants to blow Israel off the map? <laughs> Read the paper, Stanley. <laughs> I'm just pissed. <laughs> Get a new jingle, Stanley and Associates. Wake up and smell the coffee. <laughs> Stanley and Associates, Obama ain't your friend. <laughs> it's time to get a clue. <laughs> Stanley and Let's Go. For no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Wake up and smell the coffee. <laughs> I guess you'll be getting another one. You know, he's now. a lawyer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be here. Thank you so, said, yeah, I'll take it from here. It could be any Stanley out there. It could be anybody. Thank you, Jerry. Always an honor, my friend. Oh, look out. 125, and it's only the camera. News Radio 1067. Also, speaking of television goofy stuff, uh, the Frank Sinatra bio documentary has been on HBO last night. It was the part one. Was it last night? I think or yeah. Saturday Sunday. Last night, I think it was uh, part one. And tonight is the uh, uh, the part two of two of Frank Sinatra, his years with a Rat Pack. So I'm going to watch it. Just I, mean, I was never a huge Sinatra fan. As I mean, I, I appreciate the fact that he was Frank Sinatra, but he wasn't like I I didn't buy all his records or anything. But uh, still, that ought to be pretty interesting. Back with the days of Sammy Davis Jr. and Peter Lawford and, uh, yeah. and Dean Martin and the whole Rat Pack crew down there. So that'd be kind of cool. All right, 844-404-1067, 844-404-1067. And Robert De Niro is now coming out strongly for Hillary Rodham Rodham to be president. Robert De Niro, just a little bit, just a little bit. You, 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 you told him, just a little bit. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that I do all those voices for the news. Was that Jimmy Cagney? That was... Uh, yeah, where's your guy now, Moses? Yeah. In fact, all those Easter movies were, of course, on. And, and my, my other favorite is <laughs> Eddie G. Robinson is playing a little guardian. Yeah, where's your guy now, Moses? Yeah, where's your guy now, Moses? Yeah. And, and the other favorite one was, was is John Wayne when he played a centurion monster guard. And they're looking, you know, Jesus is going to somewhere. And John Wayne, with his, with his golden plumes and, and uh, armor stuff, is, looks over and says, Truly, he is the son of God. <laughs> kills me. 127, it's only the camera on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Larry the Cable Guy, and you're listening to a replay of the camera show. Man, that camera guy's got some jokes that are so bad, I wouldn't even steal them. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. And don't get heartburn in the first place. This is Judge Smale. <laughs> Judge. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by Tiger Woods. <laughs> Tiger. Who's preparing for the Masters by practicing his chipping, his putting, 
and his illegal drops. <laughs> Don't count that. I'm Tiger Woods. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now here's your host Thank you. until Friday, oh, wait a minute. Jim Peterson. Thank you so much. And for the record, I hope Tiger Woods never wins again. Hope he throws his back out on Thursday afternoon. But first, thanks, baby. Carly Simon wrote this for me, but enough about that later. 1971, Carly performed her first concert. Carly Simon's first concert, she opened for Cat Stevens in New York in 1971. James Taylor was in the audience and went backstage to meet her. And uh, boy, did he meet her. <laughs> they got married. They were together for years and years and years. Anyway, Carly Simon, 1971 first concert. Uh, a couple of quick birthdays. Actor Charlie McDermott from The Middle is 25. And uh, movie director Barry Levinson is 73 today. For the record, all right. Uh, 135, it's only the Kimmer, 844-404-1067. Uh, the lines are jammed. Uh, we're going to give away these tickets, and i got more to give away later, too. But uh, first, uh, we're going to give a pair of tickets to the Braves home opener this Friday. The Braves play today, 4 o'clock, down in Miami. But the home opener is this Friday, and we have two tickets for the home opener against the Mets this Friday night here in town. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to take our calls and see, some, pick your favorite player or somebody you grew up uh, admiring or whatever, and we'll see if we might agree yeah. or who is interesting or whatever. We'll just pick a name. All right, uh, Pete, start right off the name where you want. Uh, I think that's Dexter on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Dexter. Welcome, sir. How you doing there? Good. What's up, man? Who's your favorite player? Uh, Phil Necro. Phil Necro, old knuckleballer. And he's, is he yep. still around? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's still around. He turned 72 last week. And, and he still he shows up occasionally at charity events and stuff. He does a lot of work for the community, and he can still throw that knuckleball, too. Well, all right, hold on, Dexter. Don't go away. Here's Delilah on News Radio. Hey there, Delilah on News Radio 106.7. Hi, Delilah. Hi. Welcome. Well, who's your favorite player? Otis Nixon. Otis Nixon. Boy, he was running out in center field there right up until he got that whole uh, nose issue there with the old nose candy, but he was uh, put him around <laughs> hold. <laughs> hold on a second. We'll get right back. And here's Ron, News Radio 1067. Hi, Ron. Welcome. Who's your player? I'll have to go with Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. I think he still has a record for – does he still have the yeah. record for stolen bases? Yeah. You got it. Even All with right. the best on on the amount – they always he's always a threat, you know, a threat to them because he can steal second, third, and possibly home. That's right. If he gets on first, he's going home eventually. All right, Ron, hold on. Here's uh, Dave on hey. News Radio. Oops, hold on. Dave's not here. Hey, Dave, how's it going? Hey, man. Uh, Pete Rose, Charlie Hustle. Pete Rose, and do you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Yes, I do. All I right. think he's. Pay- I think he's. He's paid his dues. Yeah, I th- I think we all tend to agree these days. Uh, I think with maybe with an asterisk or a note or a, or a box on what he did, whatever. But still, I think we, he's got to be in the Hall of Fame. Here's uh, Alicia, uh, you know, a shadow box on you know is the dirty gambling or something. Here's Alicia on the camera show. Hi, Alicia. Welcome. Who's your favorite player? You were thinking about? Hey, honey, it's Andrew Jones. By far, three hundred sixty-eight total home runs. He is. The greatest center fielder of all time. Well, I'll Love tell you, him. I remember when he first came. He was, what, 19 or something, I think, when yes. he joined the Braves. And he, man, for three or four or five years, he was as good as it gets in center field and batting and everything else, too. And then he uh, – now, where, where did he end up? Where did he finally end his career? Uh, Japan. Gosh, I, I don't know. I yeah. can't remember, but he, yeah. he's the best. Okay, I'm, all right. I love him. All right, Alicia, thank you. Yeah, Put you on hold. to Japan, and now he's coming back. He tried to make it with somebody this spring. Oh, he's got to be 40 years old now, isn't he? 39. Mm, maybe quite close. Wow. Yeah. And here's uh, Jennifer on News Radio 1067. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, how are you? I'm doing great. Welcome aboard. Who's your player you were thinking of? Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones, another great. All right, well, let's put him on hold, Pete, and uh, 
And now, boys, we have wow. uh, Phil Necro, Dale Murphy, or not Dale Murphy, Otis Nixon, Ricky Henderson, Pete Rose, Andrew Jones, and Chipper Jones. Wow, this is tough. It is. They're all good ones. I know. Okay, my vote, I vote for uh, Nuxie. I was going to vote Nuxie, um, and, and, and John Boy has vote for... About Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. You know, I got to go Nuxie just because he's local and he was famous and he's still yep. he's still going strong and doing stuff for charity. So we're going to give the uh, the uh, tickets to, to uh, Dexter, Dexter on line one. Two tickets to the home opener this Friday night. How about that, Dexter? Awesome, awesome. Thank you. Kim. All right, man. We'll put you on hold. I tell you how you come get these things, man. Sure, in the time for the game. And thank you, Delilah and Ron and Alicia and Jennifer and your whole crew. You're very kind to of play. Now let's do this. Uh, in fact, uh, I tell you what. Let's. Uh, uh, let's see, put put Alicia back on there, see if she's still on five. Alicia, you still with me? Hey, I'm here, uh, yes. Now, I tell you what else I have. I have a four-pack of tickets to go see <gasps> the Braves next Monday, a week from tonight, but it's a Monday night game against the Marlins here in town. Four tickets for it. Monday. Would you go to Monday night game? Yes, I would love it. Outstanding. Thank you so much. You are quite welcome. Well, we'll put her on hold, and uh, Kara, we have two winners. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> hard for her. No, no, we teach. All right, so we, I mean, Kara needs to know that we have Alicia on Five and Dexter on one getting the ticket. So can we make sure Kara knows that? Does she? I don't know if she can, if she can hear me. If she's in the I'll other time. Right, but make sure we get Alicia on five. Excellent. Well, there you go. All right. So we got that going for us, which is nice. All right. Eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. It's one forty. It's only the camera on News Radio one zero six seven. Pardon. And uh, speaking of the sports things, I was very disappointed in the way the Kentucky basketball players treated the game after they lost to Wisconsin, which, by the way, is, is nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, you know, it was, a great, it was a tough game. It was a great game, and Wisconsin played great. I mean, it could have gone either way. And, yes, there was a shot for Wisconsin that counted after the shot clock ran out. They should have called it back and not made it count. Whether that would have made a difference, you know, two points is two points. I don't know. Either way, it was a great game. And a lot of the Kentucky players uh, just took off. Um, uh, the Harrison twins, Willie Cauley-Stein, all skipped out on the postgame handshake. Uh, just just real poor sportsmanship. And then did you hear about the University of Kentucky black player, the black player, Andrew Harrison, who was one of the guys who skipped out on the handshake. And then uh, later on at the podium for news conferences and stuff, um, uh, Hank the Tank from Wisconsin, uh, Kaminsky, was uh, being introduced, and somebody said, uh, the announcer said, um, we were talking reporters' questions about Wisconsin standout Frank Kaminsky. There was a hot mic and picked up Andrew Harrison, the black guard for Kentucky, saying, blank that N-word. Blank that N-word. Harrison is black, and the, the guy he was talking about, the N-word, Kaminsky, is white. He may be the whitest guy you've ever seen. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then, he, so then uh, Harrison, the black guy, apologized, saying he was just jesting. I respect him a lot. I realized it could be perceived. I called Big Frank to apologize. I didn't mean any disrespect. Frank said, ah, he reached out. We talked about it. It's over. No big deal. Oh, please. If that had been Frank Kaminsky who had said, uh, blank that N-word to the black guy, uh, he had been stoned and put in prison. You know, you if you, I'm telling you, it's this stupid word, man. Don't you? You don't have a right to use it unless you want everybody else to use it in any way we damn well please. And don't be telling me about white guys can't use certain words that black guys can use. It's wrong, no matter what. Nobody should use it if it's that offensive. Stop using it, and then don't complain when it's still out there. If you want it to die, let it die. You know, I believe, nobody uses an. I, have you ever? Do you know people walk around saying that word? Nobody uses nope. that word to me, and anywhere in work or anywhere else. 
So just let it go, drop it, and stop being a freaking hypocrite. Oh, God, I'm going to get another layer, letter from uh, Mr. Uh, Lefko. Uh, 142 now. Sounds uh, like somebody's got a case of the moon. Yeah, Monday this. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Jack Nicholson. This <laughs> Jack. portion of the Kimmer Show is yeah. brought to you by yeah. Larry Wax. Larry Wax. You want him on that French fry line. You need him <laughs> checking on the apple pies. And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> tough crowd. Tough crowd. 149. How you doing? It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Back. And ready to rip. On News Radio 1067. Singer-guitarist Frank Black of the Pixies is 50 today. Now, who mixed this song? You can barely hear the words over the music. It's from Fight Club. Oh, my God! <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> Just did a basic face plant off his chair. <laughs> he was leaning. To, we have these rolling chairs, you know, office chairs. And he was rolling and leaning to try to get to the microphone and fell out of his chair. <laughs> now that's comedy. Oh, mercy. Well, that was pretty funny. Oh, my God. Anyway, it's only me. 149. Let's call it 150. It 150. took a minute for him to fall I out know, of the it was chair. Just, it was all slow motion. You see him tipping, tipping, and kaboom. Oh, mercy. I love it. All right, look out. It's only the camera. 844-404-1067. News Breakline's coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. I always try to entertain you with an animal story of some kind. Here's a little one here today from San Diego. Lifeguards in San Diego are telling the story of the fisherman who was on his boat, just pulled in, and he was posing with a beautiful big fish he caught. That's when the giant sea lion leaped up and grabbed the fisherman looking for the fish. The fisherman holding the fish, right? Uh So the sea lion sees the fish, leaps out of the water, up onto the boat, grabs the fish and the fisherman's arm, and pulls him into the water 20 feet down to the bottom. So the fisherman is going, all right, I'm dead now. A sea lion is eating me because I've got a hold of his fish, which I think he had planned to have for dinner later on himself. Anyway, so the the sea lion dragged the guy to the bottom, uh, eventually let go, and his companions had to pull him back in the boat because the sea lion went for the fish he was holding. Wow. Man. (laughs) Well, you're in their home, you know. They live there. You're just a visitor. So don't complain, you know. (laughs) That was his dinner. Anyway, at eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven one fifty one, it's only the Kimmer. Coming up, we'll talk more about the UVA. And oh, by the way, I don't think they've done it yet, but I don't know why. Although I have one reason why: why the uh, fraternity mentioned in the UVA rape case from Rolling Stone magazine, which all turned out to be a complete crock. Why they haven't sued Rolling Stone? And the only reason I can think of is that in a, if they're suing for slander or libel, you have to be identified and prove that you suffered damages. But if you're not identified by name, they, someone would have to know, walking along campus would have to know that you were a member of that fraternity and link you to that because of the story, which is kind of a, a little nebulous kind of circuitous route. So if you can't prove you, you were named, you weren't libeled. And I assume that's the only reason why they haven't filed an immediate lawsuit. A lawyer, I assume, would tell them, well, you're going to have hard time proving you were libeled because you weren't identified by name, by personal name. Anyway, our newsbreaker line, newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old uh, newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. 
Well, good afternoon. Oh, oh golly, Kimmer, Jim, no, I wonder who this is. I, I can never tell by the good voice. Good afternoon, Kimmer. This is Robert De Niro. I swear <laughs> to God, it's me. It's not Ronald Reagan doing me. I swear. <laughs> Bobby De Niro right here. Welcome, sir. And I think, I don't know about you. Yeah. I don't know about you. No. But I think Hillary Clinton <laughs> would make a killer president. <laughs> And if you don't believe me, what you should do is ask the widow of Vince Foster. That's what she should do. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is we need it. Elizabeth Warren like we need a hole in the head. It's Listen no. to me. I'm Robert De Niro for Hillary, you know? Wait a minute. This isn't Robert. Vote Hillary Clinton in 2016, I swear to God. Wait. She'll only raise your taxes a little bit. That's oh, all. A little, a little bit. A little bit. That's all. You know, I've heard things. I have. This isn't De Niro. It's Ronald Reagan. You tricked me again, sir. Tried Golly. So hard. Wow. You really got oh, me again. Okay. Well, yes, sir. Endorsing Hillary, by the way. That's right. Incredible. Well, I don't understand this at all, yeah. Kim. Well, what do you mean, sir? People are wondering what retiring Fulton County Police Chief Cassandra Jones will do with all her free time, and I <laughs> figured it would be the same thing she's done the last 36 years <laughs> while, <laughs> while collecting a Foucault paycheck. I mean, <laughs> Fulton why would County. things change? I mean, <laughs> white people, it's Fulton County. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she works so little, she's known as Cassandra, no offense. (laughs) 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 Made her an honorary king, brother. (laughs) There you go. Well, I got to see that Fast and Furious 7 sequel, boy. Oh, yeah, boy. a huge bunch of money. I thought it was really touching the way they killed off the character of the late Paul Walker. You thought it was touching when you killed him? Oh, yeah. Well, Paul escapes a rundown by a Maserati over at the Goodyear and Smyrna. Oh! He wins a game of chicken with Tony Stewart. Oh. Paul narrowly escapes being flattened by Mookie Blaylock, and wouldn't you know it, in the end, he's backed over by Suge Knight. So. No! <laughs> Strange plot twist of modern history, I guess. Thank you Fast so much. and Fearless 7, all right. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh, yes, one more thing I yes, don't sir. understand. It. Right. Lake Como, Italy, you yeah. might have met, mentioned this. Yeah. George you can be fined $600 yeah. just for approaching actor George Clooney. It just doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem I right. I mean, does this include offering Mrs. Clooney a treat? <laughs> I mean, she looked hungry. It's not like I asked her to lift her paws or anything. I mean, Give me five, boy. I would have done the same thing for John Boy's girlfriend. I don't understand all the fun. Oh, roll over, girl. Roll over. <laughs> Great to be on. Thank you so much, show. Mr. Reagan. Who let his girlfriend out? Roof, roof. <laughs> Just keeping it crunk. Thank you so much, Mr. President. Yes. <laughs> a little bit. That's all she's going to raise her taxes. Bit. I swear to God. <laughs> Look at me, huh? <laughs> Look at me. You can bring out so much heat on me out here in the desert, Nikki. It's terrible. <laughs> I told you, you could come out here. <laughs> you better get your own army, pal. I'm what matters out here. <laughs> Great to meet you know, he can keep going till three as far as I'm concerned. Get this through your head, you mother lover. You, you only exist out here because of me. Without me, you, personally, every wise guy in Vegas is going to want to piece your ass. Then where are you going to go? You're warm, pal. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm down to the bank tomorrow and see you. Thank you. You have my money for me. I'm going to crack your head wide open. That's the kind of guy I am. That's what I do. That's what you do, sir. We know what you do, Charlie. You screw people out of their money, you get away with it. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, look out. 156. (coughs) It's only the camera.
on News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. Also, have you heard about the waste training? Waste as in your waste of your body. W-A-I-S-T, waste. Women are now buying what basically is a girdle, and it costs $143. It's called What's a Waste Device. And you're supposed to wrap it around your waist. Uh, women do this for long periods of time, squeezing it in and assuming that when they take it off that it'll eventually change your waist to make it smaller like it is when you squint yourself into this old-fashioned girdle. And uh, Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian are doing or talking about this stuff. Um, I mean, this is really pathetic. And it's also dangerous. It'll hurt your body. <laughs> just, I, mean, come, I mean, think about it. Squish, squish. I mean, it's just, come on, please, you're killing me. 157 with a camera on News Radio 1067. John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase. Photo and video. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. The Kimmer isn't himself today. Well, not today. We notice the improvement immediately. And I went. Thank you very much. This is my heartbeat song, and I'm gonna play it. It's been so long. Oh, God. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer News Radio 1067 205. This is Kelly Clarkson. And now, Chris Wallace, the Fox News anchor, is apologizing. <laughs> yeah, well, Chris Wallace, who is something of a jerk anyway, uh, says he admires her remarkable talent, Kelly Clarkson, and that should have been the focus of any discussion about her. Unfortunately, a U.S. Weekly reported that Chris Wallace was talking about the singer on the Mike Gallagher radio show, saying she could stay off the deep dish pizza for a while. <laughs> Well, she's porking out pretty good. I mean, she's, but you know, I, you know, I honestly, I don't care. I, I look at, I, I just think Kelly Clarkson's a sweet young girl. I mean, wasn't she the Texas waitress who was the first winner of uh, of the Voice contest? She played our Christmas America's party two years ago. Yeah, I mean, she's just a great young. Know, she's sweet. She's nice. She's friendly. She's married. She just had a kid, I think. And, we do but, have some Kimmer microphone of maybe what the problem is with Kelly. Oh yeah, let's remind each other. I love chocolate, but I can't eat it because then I'll get fat. Oh, good. (laughs) That was actually Kelly Clarkson. A lot of people didn't realize that. It's a true story. True story. Anyway, so Chris Wallace had to apologize. Chris Wallace is the same guy who, during one of the political conventions, this is 20 years ago when he was, you know, 25 years old or whatever, and just breaking in, he was still daddy's kid, Mike Wallace's kid. Anyway, so Chris Wallace was doing an interview with somebody. They're setting up the mics and so forth, and uh, it was a, a, a political convention. And uh, Chris Wallace is getting his mic set up, and one of the guys said, Okay, uh, Chris, we're going to have you over here and get the lighting on. He said, uh, That's Mr. Wallace. <laughs> and the guy said, 
Well, I can't tell you what he said, <laughs> but he told him in no uncertain terms what he could do with his Mr. Wallace. You know, <laughs> I always thought that was pretty cheesy. You don't, you know, I mean, that's just, that's just stupid. Anyway, all right, look out. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067 844-404-1067. It's only me. Nice to have you board. Glad off vacation. Did you have a nice uh, Easter weekend? Good Lent? Uh, did you oh, give, uh, now, you gave us stuff for Lent. You ice through there, didn't you? I gave up fast food, basically, which is hard to do when you're on the road. Yeah. So I didn't. I ate fast food. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> now, John Boy, what about you and your girlfriend? Uh, everything on Easter? Do you have yeah, Lent we went, stuff? Or? We went to Easter Vigil Mass Saturday night. East, what is it? Easter Vigil Mass. And what's, is that the morning one? Oh, that's a, the late night one. Ah. It went very long. Well, with guns, right? uh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. I, I've never been to that one. It was about three and a half hours. My, what did he do for three and a half hours? Oh, my God. It, it was, Read uh, the whole Bible one word at a time? I mean, come on. A lot of baptisms. Holy moly. Well, not, well, holy, well, holy moly. <laughs> I went to the Greek Orthodox <laughs> over in Claremont about yeah? 20 years ago. Yeah. Four hours. Started oh at midnight. God. Holy smokes! Amen already. That's where they used to the Greek Orthodox in uh, Claremont, or not? Yeah. As a, they had we used to do a remote. Yeah. The remote. That's where I gave Perspiration John his nickname. <laughs> Perspiration, Perspiration John with John Gray was the guy who worked for us, and he was one of the promotion guys, and he did uh, he he helped out in all kinds of different ways. And he would set up if you're doing a live remote, he would get it all set up. He'd be in charge of getting the tables and the platforms and the speakers and the mic and you know the little thing. Well, we we were doing it was a Greek uh, festival of some kind, like a summer festival. It was in the summer, if I recall, and it was you know like 98 and 100 percent humidity and just brutal. And he said he he put us out in the middle of a lawn with a, with a table. And some chairs, and that's it. No tent, no umbrella. No, I mean, we, man, we, I, I was dripping. I mean, just absolutely soaking, you know, in the hot sun all day long in the middle of the afternoon. So, I, so that's why I started calling him Perspiration John, because clearly he was a fan of people perspirating or something, perspiring. So anyway, that's that was a great. That was that, that was a Greek church. He's also known as Pantless John. Pantless John for a, a whole other issue. I think that was that Naked Twister you did with Helen Hunt. Didn't you do Naked Twister with Helen Hunt one day or For something? For the Twister Open across from the Fox. The Fox. I, I did my show, and I had a Twister set set up, and the Swedish au pair came by. Oh, boy. And, oh, yeah. What was his name? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Lars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my wife brought home this gorgeous, blonde, Swedish au pair. His name is Lars, and I, uh, you know. <laughs> Anyway, 209, it's only the Kimmery News Radio 1067. 844 404 This Iran deal is getting a lot of play in the press, and Putty Tat and the hideous John Kerry think it's great. Today is the day that I helped start World War III. Yeah. Because I made a bad deal with Iran. Even Howard Dean thought it was crazy. <laughs> Stab the Israelis in the back. This is the worst deal since Kimmer's contract. Busan, <laughs> Rusani, he is my man. And my buddy, Ali Khomeini. <laughs> Nukes he'll have for his next attack. Hey, Bibi, how do you like me now? <laughs> Jewish people should know. I am not their fan, making bad deals with Iran. Okay, hit it, John Kerry. Iranians <laughs> got all that they needed. Well, you can say that again, Lurch. <laughs> to have a bomb within a year. By the way, Barry, my name isn't Lurch. When our dirty deal's completed, that deal's as phony as your purple hearts. Israel <laughs> will have much to fear. Or your birth certificate, Barry. The Israelis should know we don't care about their plight. Man. 
mass destruction that's close inside. <laughs> all right. Look out. Did I mention I served in Vietnam? That was the rumor, all right. 211 on News Radio 1067. Here's Ray on News Radio 1067. Hi, Ray. Thanks for holding. What's up? Yes, sir. Hello. Hello. Hey, Kimmer. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing there, Ray? Well, I'm doing okay now. Saturday night was rather long, though. <laughs> you were at the church, were you? Well, I was at one of them. I, didn't, I was just curious if it was the same one that uh, John Boy may have been at. Uh, you had a little uh, three-hour uh, job rooney there, did you? Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, and a bunch of baptisms. Wow. Well, you know, it, it's, hard to be, it's hard to be critical because it's a holy ritual. Of, uh, it's pretty important. Oh. But still, I, I bet you weren't planning three and a half hours on that, on that evening, were you? <laughs> no, I wasn't planning on that. But, uh, you know, I mean, blessed event. Yeah. Yeah, and you is it Holy Innocence was that it, John Boyce? Yes, Holy was it Saint Teresa's? Well, there's, I think there's more than one uh, out there, but no, I I, that must not have been. Anyway, thanks, Ray. I appreciate it, and I'm glad everybody made it back safely. And it went over, and you know, here we're in spring, and uh, it's going to be rainy, but it's also and the pollen. Oh my goodness! Oh wow! Dollar. I washed my car Saturday. <laughs> I drove it about four miles, and when I got out, it was green. I mean, it, that's how quick it comes. But, hey, it's spring, and that's what makes the flowers grow. 212 now. Oh, we got a Lent song here. A Lent you. song. Raise up, <laughs> raise The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Talent on loan from God, my friends. It is I, Rush Limbaugh. And this portion of the Kimmer Show is brought to you by the new Daily Show host, Trevor Noah, who's being panned by the critics as talentless and totally unfunny, which means the kid at least has a future on the Rock 100 morning show. (laughs) And now here's your host, Kim Peterson. (laughs) We'll teach them to hose the Kimmer. All right, 219, it's only me, it's only the Kimmer. Our birthday list includes Hall of Famer, Burt Blylevin. Yeah, I love Burt 64 Blylevin. years old, and it took him forever to get in, too. Oh, best curveball ever. Yep, there you go. But speaking of sports, it's holy crap at sports and Pete Davis. And for the longest time, the only Dutch player. Who's another? Who's the latest Dutch player? I have no idea. Ah, uh, but there was. Yeah, but you're right. And, and it took him. Didn't like five ballot. I mean, oh, he didn't get it. We way let him too in. long. Yeah. Wait, yeah. he gave up a lot of homers. Yeah, though. that's well, true. Well, I haven't heard by now. The Braves. If I start slobbering, by the way, tell me. Pete had a, a, his a root canal <laughs> and a packing and stuff t- this morning. <laughs> so he's uh, a, a yeoman effort. Well, yeah, you know they <laughs> do the root canal. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not break that into. Hey, it. doctor. Uh, <laughs> uh, the Braves have traded. Should I put my clothes over there where yours are, Doc? Or. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the freaking dentist. Custody got into hospital. Hospital? What is it? <laughs> anyway, the Braves traded Craig Crimble or Kimbrel yes. to the Padres for Cito Gaston, Randy Jones, and Ray Crocs McDonald's franchise. Well, no, I don't think that's what they traded for. But what a surprise. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe Woo! it. I, I woke up last night and was like, what? Yeah. It, Very uh, strange. And it, this is like a day after they said they're not going to do any more trades and they're done and they're no, and we're going to trade. Craig. He's yeah. in Miami. He's got to catch a flight to L.A. where they're playing tonight, and yeah. it's like, what a mess. On the other hand, he just got transferred to a team that yeah. might be in the World Series this year. Yeah. I mean, after what they move, moves they made over the offseason. And let me just say, all the people are complaining about it now, I understand, in the short term. Of course we're complaining understand. about it. We, we got our, some of our best players are gone, so we're not going to see them. But, you know, you still it's still baseball. It's still other teams coming in to play our Braves, so you still get to see our Braves and play other teams. And by the time we get to the new stadium, that's what they're doing yeah. it for. They're but playing if, it for 2017. If you're complaining now, I don't want to hear you complaining in two, three years right. if these players come through they pan out, that John right. Hart has got for him. Yeah. Because this is what the, we had the time where the Braves went through the 20 years where they were good almost every year and went to a lot right. of playoffs 
but they only won once. Right. We well, we won what fourteen division titles in a row, or, or, well, okay. more, or whatever, yeah. and one World Series. And the reason was it wasn't built for the World Series; it was built to win games during the year. We've been here since '65. They've won once. Yeah. The Marlins have been around since what the early '90s. Yeah. They've won twice. Yeah. Twice since we've won. Yeah. And how they do it? They tear their teams down and start from scratch. Yeah. Well, not, we're not doing that. But we're tearing it down, but not from scratch. Yeah. But which would you rather have? What the Marlins did with two, or what we did with one? Yeah. It's an interesting debate. Well, and, and, and plus it's business. I mean, yeah. it's not there. Nobody in the Braves wants to have people angry. I mean, they're doing it because they think it's best for the ball club. You can't. I mean, how you can complain about that? You know. Yeah, it's interesting. They got Carlos Quentin, who's kind of a load, but he can hit. Yeah. Uh, injured a lot. Cameron Mabin, who I liked with the Martins, very Mabin fast. Mabin used to be a, a very speedy uh, outfielder. Center fielder, perhaps, now? Or what do yeah, they even do with well, him? Well, you've got Eric Young out there as well. But Cameron, yeah, he'll play center field out yeah. there as well. And But, look, we got rid of B.J. Upton's salary. $48 million or something? Or? Yeah, it was like it 14, was 15, and 16 the yeah. next three years. Yeah. And that's what they had to do to get rid of this. Richest free agent deal in Braves history he had with a 198 average and 21 home yeah. runs. Yeah, I mean, come and, on, he had to go. And I understand that one of the players they got in the trade, they took, even though they're going to send him down to AAA and have to pay $8 million of his salary, but they said it was worth it. Is that the pitcher or the outfielder? I can't. I think it was the, you know, I don't remember, but I remember one of the Braves guys was saying that they, they're willing to send him down and eat the $8 million because they got rid of BJ's $48 million. Well, that may be Quentin. I don't, I don't know, but one of the guys they know. get, the hitter, the outfielder, Barry Bonds is his tutor when it comes to hitting, and he's a switch oh, hitter. Yeah, well, there so you that's go. pretty good there. That. And yeah. the other pitcher, he's a good pitcher, so we'll see if he's going to come around. It may be a year or two before we see him yeah. and the other one as well. Yeah. But uh, that's what's going with that. Now, did you watch the Cubs game last night? I did not watch the Cubs last night. Priorities. Yeah. They had that new scoreboard up, that monstrosity yeah. up in left field, yeah. but they didn't have the bleachers ready. Don't you think you should get the bleachers ready first before they put the scoreboard up? You know, up? I tell you, that whole Wrigley Field business and night baseball and the lights and blocking the neighbors across the street, you know how much money those houses make who, that can have patios that overlook Wrigley Not Field? Anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> They're blocking them off, and Wrigley, and Wrigley tried to stop them because people weren't going to the ball games. They are going to this guy's house and watching from the patio. And the Braves, I mean the Braves, the the Cubs were have been fighting it for years. And I got to say, the Cubs fans are such lemmings. They're going to yeah. keep handing their money over, yeah, even though they've just been screwed yeah. for the first two months of the season right. here yeah. on that. But the good thing was the Cubs had the Ernie Banks thing going, That's which true. was really cool there yeah. on that. Didn't yeah. You're good. You're oh, good. Okay. Uh, another thing last night, NCAA, we got that tonight. Wisconsin versus Duke. And? I'm leaning toward Wisconsin, but by golly, it's well. Hard to the go. only thing I'm no expert, as you know, but I'll tell you what: I don't think I've seen a better NCAA Division One college basketball defense ever better than what I saw in Duke over the weekend. I mean, they were Okafor. swarming. Holy moly! Nobody could do any. I mean, Michigan State looked like they'd never played. Nobody, nobody could go in the lane. It was a two-three yeah. zone. It was nothing. It was a two-three zone. My God, we played two-three zone when I was seven. You know, <laughs> on defense. But they was so they were so fast. Nobody could get a lane open. I mean, it was really brilliant defense. And if they can do that again, uh, uh, I, I mean, I think Wisconsin's a lot better than Michigan State was. But still, this could go either way. I, you got I'm going to lean toward Wisconsin. Yeah. I have to say that. And by the way, the best line has already been said over the weekend. Bill Raftery of yeah. CBS uh, came on, and they were talking about uh, how going to school for a long time. He goes, well, it took me only two terms to get through LaSalle, Eisenhower, and Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> two presidential terms, yes. Sir. And, of course, the Masters is uh, this oh, yeah. week, and Tiger Woods announced that he will play in the Masters this year. Well, at least the first two days. Yeah, well, I hope, I, not only do I hope he misses the cut, I hope he hurts his back forever and will never play again. Because he's, I, because he's a cheater. Oh, okay. 
He's a cheater. The last, the last mercy, last mercy, the last Masters he played in. Remember, he took the the drop, and he deliberately took the wrong drop to make it at a different place so he could hit his club higher, uh, closer oh, to the pin yeah. on the green. And he admitted later. They said, "Well, uh, he said, yeah, I knew I was I was a uh, three feet short, so I dropped it three feet ahead, so I'd be perfect distance this time." And they said, "Well, you're supposed to drop in the exact spot where the ball was." And they showed the divot; it was it was a yard different, and you're supposed to drop in the exact same spot if it goes into a hazard like this. So why as close as possible, it. because it's of Tiger and the Masters. And not only did he cheat when he took the drop, he cheated. Okay, he hit a ball, it hit the flag on the green, and bounced back into the water. So he had to replay the shot. You're, the rule is you're supposed to drop as close as possible to the exact spot you just hit the ball. He went up or back three yards so that the ball would land th- or three feet, so the ball would land three feet with the same club and stop by the pin next time. So he did it on purpose. He broke the rule of taking a drop specifically to play bet- make a, a better deal for himself, and then he signed his scorecard for the wrong number because he didn't take two-stroke penalty. So not only did he cheat, but then he signed a scorecard without taking a two-stroke penalty that he should have addressed onto himself. Mm-hmm. So he cheated twice just to stay in the Masters. Why and they the other, let him get away with it. Why didn't the other players say something? They did. Some did. Oh, they, Randall Shambly. Brandel Shambly's been calling him a cheat for you know two years or whatever it's been. Honestly, I I just saw, I mean I just think he's I, I you know he said he's the best golfer I you know other than Nicholas and Bobby Jones who's ever lived perhaps. But he's a, as a as a person. I mean he's just a scoundrel and a scumbag, and he and he just ruined all that talent that he had and and just abused the privilege Zero. spoiled stinking bratty you know womanizing punk and then and, and a cheat too thank you i hope he never wins again hey now i'm gonna bubble the bubble the shay 227 with a kiver news making lights coming up this is mike Ty- this is mike tyson and you're listening to a replay of the kim peterson show i'm not sure why the chemist show so bad, Evander Holyfield heard it and then asked me to bite off his other ear. Anyway, listen to the camera weekdays noon to 3, if you can stand it, on News Radio 1067. Hey, this is Mark Lemke. <laughs> All and the now here's your host, a man who wants me to give him updates on the Braves. Yeah. I said, hey, pal, I got your update right here. <laughs> How about something for the effort? Here he is for now, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thanks, Lemke. Yeah, yeah. Look out. All right, now this is the clean version. <laughs> it's Rihanna. Uh, there's definitely a different version of the song uh, on uh, News Radio 1067, 235. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, this is Rihanna. It's called B Better Have My Money. B as in Biatch. Better Have My Money. And it's a ripoff of a song by another girl who did a song something called something like. Better have my money, biatch. <laughs> it just changed like one word. So she's go. But, but Rihanna was at the uh, March Madness Music Fest Saturday night in Indianapolis. And now she's taking the time to say, uh, who's feeling these new blank, blank laws are trying to pass over there, that Religious Freedom Restoration Bullcrap Act thing. She said, I say blank that blank. We're just living our mother, uh, blanky, blanking lives in Indiana. Da, da, da. And uh, Miley Cyrus called the Indiana governor an a-hole because of the law. <laughs> That's right. Miley Cyrus calling you names. There you go. Anyway, <laughs> things never change, do they? 236. Hey, wait. There's a special late live edition of the old news, Megaline. Uh, good afternoon. Hello, 
Hey, it's Charlton Heston. Mr. Heston. Well, is the camera back yet? <laughs> yes, sir. Yes. Seems like it's only been a day. <laughs> anyway, yes, sir. what's all this fuss in Indiana and Arkansas? I yeah. got to tell you, Mr. Heston is <laughs> yes, a proud American. <laughs> yes, sir. I believe a bakery has the right to refuse to make the cake in a shape of a of Alec Baldwin. <laughs> That's a God-given right. Yeah, thank you. Just like I told you years ago that owning a gun is every American's God-given <laughs> right. God-blessed right, yes. Uh, speaking of God, John Boy said he attended a three-and-a-half-hour mass yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, mass, yeah. Actually, the service was only an hour and a half, Mr. Heston. Oh, was it? Yeah, the other two hours was our Archbishop Wilton Gregory showing off all the bling he bought with parishioners' money. He was really <laughs> proud of it. I know they sold purple robes over at the Value City. I tell you. Got the new deuce in the quarter with a gold package, you know. <laughs> right after he, you know, showed off his Rolex, he blessed the Holy Perrier water. Nothing for the be- but the best for Wilton over there. <laughs> You know, John Boy's got nothing on me, Mr. Heston. Really? I only spent five hours in the cathedral. Five hours in the cathedral? Oh, idiot me. I was behind John Kerry in the confession line. <laughs> Bless me, Father. I just sponsored a late-term abortion bill. I betrayed my fellow soldiers. I married a woman for her money. I faked an injury for a purple heart. I helped Obama ensure the destruction of Israel, along with Harvey Weinstein and his lawyer, Buddy Stanley. You want a stenographer? You know? Are you getting this all down, Your Excellency? Most of it. <laughs> Excellency Fiddlesticks Lurch. My name is Fred. I'm a man I'm a the same as you. You're not a man. You're a bishop, for God's sakes. <laughs> now it's time for oh, a visitor from the east. Yes. The answer is Charnak the Magnificent. Charnak? Well, that's not the answer. That's no, the that's, character. Uh, I'm sorry. Visitor from the east is Charnak the Magnificent. <laughs> the answer is Catholic dogma. Catholic dogma. Describe John Boy's future mother-in-law. <laughs> you know, she looks dog more than the face. Where's your dog, ma? Ouch. I went around 285 for that one. My God, man. The answer is speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. What will God say when he meets Kasim Reed? answer to this question, I, I did that one for Kelvin, the former fire chief. There you go. The answer to this question is, this little piggy went to market. This little piggy went to market. What's the message on Kelly Clarkson's voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> I hold in my hand the final envelope. Final, thank you. God. May your only son say I dare you to the Smyrna police. <laughs> I you haven't got the balls to, to pull that trigger. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very good year. It wasn't a very good year. <laughs> it was a very good year for getting shot. <laughs> the answer is fast and furious. Fast and furious. How would you describe the Kimmer's honeymoon? He was fast. <laughs> she was furious. Sim. Thank you so much. Dog ma. Dog ma. ma. That's rough. Rough. Thank you so Thanks much. It's our honor. Totally in charge, I promise you. Look out.
It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. News Radio 1067. 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. By the way, this may not be mean anything, and I should I just should Google it. I realized the other day, um, I would my money clip is a is a magnetic Marine Corps money clip. The snaps it's got a strong magnet on it. And the other day I pulled it out of my pocket and two pennies were stuck to my money clip. Well, pennies aren't magnetic. I mean they're they're, they're you know, they're copper or zinc or whatever. But they're not, you know, you can't stick a penny to a magnet. It won't pick up a penny. But mine picked up two pennies. Stuck to it. So I took them off, and they were very, very old. And I took a magnifying glass to see what the date. They're both 1943, World War II, when pennies were made of lead, I think. And anyway, they stick to a magnet. Now, my other question is, are they worth any money? They're not, they're not brand new, shiny, and perfect. They're just, they're old, they're 1943 old penny. But they're lead colored. They're not copper. Are they copper wheat, the wheat thing? Uh, no, I don't have mommy. I left them at home. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't think, I don't know. But it's, they're uh, both 1943 lead, lead, or, lead or zinc pennies. Are they silver colored? Yes, wow. silver colored they're, pennies. They're worth about 12 to 15 cents. Hey, holy cow. That's, why, that's fantastic. <laughs> now I can retire. So it's 12,000 percent increase. That is tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that's 240, <laughs> 2.41. Let's call it almost 2.42. Oh, almost? Yeah, almost 2.42. Truth, justice, All right, and the that. American way. All right, and, and by the way, guess what? I forget. That's a, as we give away, I got two tickets. I got a pair of tickets to the Georgia Tech football home opener in September at Bobby Dodd. Two tickets, Georgia Tech football opener September at Bobby Dodd. If you want them, call right now, 844 844- 404-1067, you can have them. But first, your weather, traffic, weather. I hate and I hate you, and I'm a special girl. Huh. <laughs> That's out of context, mister. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. This is Raymond Burr, and <laughs> now here's your host. Who wants to know, is it wrong for a man to ask a baker to personalize his sticky bun, <laughs> even if they're in the state of Indiana? No, I don't think so. Here he is, Kim Peterson. This is my heartbeat song, and I'm going to play Yeah, I know I just played this. I don't care. <laughs> Too <laughs> Hey, I've been on vacation. Two fifty. It's only the camera. I got news break lines. I got to get on here in the next eight minutes, six minutes. But uh, news radio one zero six seven. Uh, sponsored by the sighting doctor, by the way. Doctor. Uh, quickly to the phones. Let's pick some calls here. Uh, Andrea's on line one. We'll just put her on here. Hey, Andrea, how you doing? Go ahead. And, we'll talk hey. to her. Hey, Andrea. Hello. Uh, do you have Hi. a favorite football player? Um, I like the Packers. Okay, well, player team is fine. All right, put you on hold. Hold on a second. Uh, here's Gary. Do you have a favorite, uh, particularly college player? You've been uh, you cherished your whole life there, Gary. Uh, actually, Cameron, I liked the, the Herschel Walker when he was at Georgia. Herschel Walker, excellent job. Right, put him on hold. And let's get to West News Radio one zero six seven. Hi, West. Welcome. How's it going? Hey, how you doing? You got a favorite football player? Yeah, he actually came from Georgia Tech. It's a uh, middle linebacker Keith Brooking that plays for the Falcons. Keith as well. Brooking, and you know what amazed me about him? We used to do some charity stuff, giving away Thanksgiving turkey and stuff. He's he's about you know he looks like he's five ten, one hundred and ninety yeah. pounds. But man, he was a ferocious tackler and a great hitter. Uh, here's uh, Tony on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey Tony, do you have a favorite college player? Yeah, not really. I mean, I'm, uh, Tony Gonzalez is the one that I always like. There you go, and, and a good one to pick too. And uh, Delilah, Delilah's back on News Radio one zero six seven. Hey Delilah. 
Herschel Walker. Uh, Herschel Walker. Yeah, I put her on hold. All right, now let's pick a let's pick a winner. Uh, Andrea, Andrea's our winner. Uh, tickets here. We'll pick one. Try and one. Yeah. Sure. Put on. Hey, Andrea, how about two tickets to go see the Georgia Tech opener in September at Bobby Dodd? What do you think? Sounds great. Can't wait. All right, doubt that. We'll put you on hold, and we got tickets for uh, Kara, if you don't mind, Andrea, on one. Get some tickets. Outstanding. And, again, Kara's filling in today for Hangman. Is he back tomorrow? Do we know? No. He's off all, all week. week. Oh, my God. Hey. <laughs> we get Karen for all hey, week. We get two weeks vacation. All right, now she's going to have to start wearing the outfit I picked out for. His call, Kimmer's special call screener outfit. I mean, uh, no, it's that little string right there, honey. That would be the. All right, it's uh, 252. How about a newsbreaker line? Let's use on the old newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, baby. This is Dick Vitale calling. <laughs> hey, Dick, how's it going? Well, I'm so glad to see they took your week off to work on the phone system. That's good. <laughs> well, it's all good. Just want to feel all right at home. <laughs> What's up, man? Well, <laughs> Dick. you know, uh, bad news, of course. University yeah. of Kentucky, baby, they went down to defeat. Yeah. They ruined their perfect season. But yeah. there is a bright side, Kim. Uh, What's that? What's that, Dick? <laughs> Ashley Judd is on suicide watch. <laughs> so if we can only get that no talent skank and all the liberal Bolshevik ramblings to go through with it, the Wildcats lost could have a happy ending, baby. And I'm glad I said Bolshevik. Thank you. I think we're all glad of that oh, one. <laughs> Anyway, boy, I yes, tell you, sir. I couldn't believe the reaction of the Kentucky players after the game. Wasn't yeah. that totally classless, Classless, Kimmer? yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, man, I haven't seen that many sore losers since Tyler Perry held auditions over at Swingin' Richards, baby. <laughs> they were some sore losers walking out there. <laughs> Very sore. Uh, <laughs> Wildcat God Andrew Harrison apologized. Yeah. For answering your question about Badger Frank Kaminsky by saying blank that N-word. <laughs> yeah, not good. Yeah. Andrew said, I'm very sorry. I meant to say blank that Pollock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Smyrna Man Max Bacon is on Andrew's side now that he's slamming the Pollocks there. They're all a bunch of meatheads and stuff. <laughs> yeah, you got your meathead. Save <laughs> <laughs> yourself to everybody you be. Will you? <laughs> you know, they've asked me for a prediction on ESPN. I'm going to go out on a limb, yes. baby, and say uh, the Badgers are going to prevail tonight over the Lewinskys. What? <laughs> Lewinsky? Oh, I mean the Blue Devils. <laughs> I mean, I get that. I must have been thinking about Devil with a blue dress on. At least that's what I hope I was thinking. You know, maybe the fact that people, you know, thought Bill Clinton was Satan. Ergo, well, never mind. <laughs> We're kind of running late. Yeah, it's all right. Sir. Hey, I saw where Tiger Woods got in 18 holes at Augusta. Oh, he did? And if you include the cart girl... Uh, a good time was. There you go. Now you're talking. Two fifty-five. It's only the Kimmer. A News Radio one zero six seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven eight four 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 zero four ten sixty seven. Pretty much out of time though. Uh, oh, remind me tomorrow to talk about Lotrimin. Magic word is Lotrimin. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you know, tomorrow this is going to, I mean, I can't, we, we're both we're guffawing here in the studio. We'll talk about Lotrimin tomorrow. Hey, don't forget the Braves are on the radio on News Radio 106.7 today at 4 o'clock. In fact, I think the pregame is at 3.50 maybe, something like that. I think it's a little before 4. It's about a 4 o'clock game, and it's in Miami. 
And then the home opener, of course, is this Friday. We gave away tickets. And I think we'll have more to give away tomorrow, too, for the home I opener. Hope so. I hope so. And also for next week's game against the Mets. Hey, maybe the person who first calls you up and reminds you about Lotterman, you could give them. I'll give the tickets. Whoever <laughs> remind me about Lotterman, and that's a great idea. That's a fantastic idea. All right, anyway, it's only me. It's only the camera on News Radio 1067, 844 404 1067. Uh, oh, by the way, remember we talked some time ago about revenge porn website. A guy would uh, put naked pictures of girls on the website, guys who had anger issues with their girlfriends. They would send him pictures. He'd put them on the web and then demand money to take them off, which is basically extortion. Yeah. Well, he got caught in San Diego 18 years in prison. Wow. <laughs> 18 Uh-oh. years, baby. <laughs> yeah, you better do some editing there, Pete. Anyway, it's only me. And coming up, it's the news people. It's the news people with the camera on news. Oh, damn, there's my occipital. There goes my stinking occipital. This is Hank Hill, and thank you for listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show, courtesy of Hangman and John Boy. So if you didn't like the show, blame them. Listen to The Kimmer, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.